0: You're through to the Mixed Bag, the podcast. And I'm your host, Steve Devin Cannon, and we're back. Like, after a very long, long time, we had to do this um, by... I'm not going to say popular demand. I'm going to say by impact demand. Thank God for that. And um, we're able to keep doing this and this because, you know, it's it's a way of actually reaching out. Because this is the bag that we actually talked about from the first start. Like, it's, it's a place where um, people are going to be able to listen to their experience. And please feel free to share your story with us. And, you know, just seeing how one topic kind of like just reached out to So we're just going to get into it. And um, today we're going to jump into John. I know we jumped into John one one time and I want to show you something. Okay. Yeah, but you can't complain because a lot of chapters in John. (laughs) So John chapter eight. Okay. So uh, I'm going to start from just this one. Jesus went into the into uh, the Mount of Olives, and early in the morning he came again in the temple, and all the people came into him, came to him, and sat down and taught them. And the scribes and the Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery, and then they sat her in the midst. They say unto uh, they uh, they said unto him, Master, this woman was was taken in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law us that. Uh, such should be stoned but what do you say um they they said this to tempt him uh knowing that they might have to accuse him but jesus stopped uh sto- uh stopped down and with his fingers wrote on the ground and thought he heard them not so when they continued asking him he lifted up himself and said unto them he that is without sin among you let him the f- let him first cast a stone at her. and again he stood down and wrote on the ground. And which heard it being convicted by their own conscience, weighed out one by one. Cool, so we know this story. This is um, a time when Jesus, um, you know, Jesus was teaching his disciples, he was teaching, and the Pharisees appeared with this woman, who was caught committing adultery, and, and, and everything. And later on, they asked him. Uh, Well, this, the law of Moses says that if we find a woman in this act, we have to be, we have to stone this, this woman. Because if, so what do you say? You know, and Jesus looked at them and said, okay, you know, he didn't say anything. Went down, started writing on the ground and they continued asking him and tempting him to say something wrong. And then he stood up and said, yo, if you have not sinned, be the first one to cast a stone and They went out one by one because they know, they know, they knew it inside their heart that all of them have sinned, okay? No matter how small, no matter how big, (laughs) they knew they had done something wrong before God. So, they had no right to cast a stone, okay? So, I have this thing where, um, how can I put it? I... I feel like I love getting personal on mixed bag, on you know, on this bag, and it's 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 <laughs> deliberate, because the whole point of it was just sharing, like pouring my heart and making you understand how it is being a believer in those moments I get to have, as as, as somebody who who believes in the Lord. So, I think in my journey as a believer, I have. Uh, Blocked out a lot of people And most of them being family And not because um, Not because uh, of how bad sometimes things end up Or how bad you post certain things But it's mostly about how good stuff that you post Maybe scriptures and then you get to block people And, And I'm being transparent here And this is because I think I I had that like I I blocked that I, I blocked a lot of people family and this was because at one point I felt like you know if I happen to do something wrong or if I find myself falling in the wrong track these people are gonna say he's pretending and I shared it with my friend and he said well I totally get you but you have to understand the story. And and this is the reason why I'm actually bringing this story. This story is not just a lesson about how many, how much, uh, you know, because most of the time people use this as a way of saying, yo, every person has sinned. Or "You, we are all sinners and fallen short the glory of God. What of those who are born again and they received the Lord Jesus Christ as their Lord and personal Savior? What do we say about that? Okay. So, the whole point of this is, um, sometimes, (laughs) oh God, I feel like I have so much to say, and I'm really, really making, um, I'm making pins. So, some past, there's an episode that I actually made, it's called "Aerial Height, God's Eye, and it talked about how God views you uh, view you in the midst of every situation that you find yourself in Whether you are deep uh, You're deep in, in you're caught up in your addictions Or you're caught up in all these situations in life Or you're so busy to actually get to read his word and everything else Or you're just, you know You are in that pool of stress or that pit of depression and all that And you know, there was this emphasis that God does not define you by those things. God does not identify you as uh, a fornicator. He does not identify you as um, somebody as a as a thief. He does not identify you as someone who a fighter, like this. You know, this guy is as a violent person. Like he doesn't define you as that. How people define you because people have this thing of defining you as as the problem come through have you heard of a statement where this person or this girl is dating a guy or this guy's dating this girl and then later on she does something so bad okay either she um i don't know you know just lash out at this person or, you know, get revenge by possibly going out and find another guy or find another girl just to get back at people. And then later on, someone gets to say, you know what? After all these years, after all these years of being with this person, they have showed me their true colors. You know, question, why isn't, why can someone's righteousness be their true colors? Why can not someone's good side be the true color, and I mean good side in a good way. Like I'm not saying be lukewarm. What I mean is the part that is more light, the part, the the you know the 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 Christian part, the part that is is always doing the right thing, the part that is always helping people, the part that is praying and serving people. Why can those colors be true colors for somebody until they fall in a certain space, then? that is their true colors i knew this person was a pretender because whoa look at them they they fell off i knew this guy was a pretender because whoa it's found with girls now i knew this girl's a pretender look at her she, she has a bottle of alcohol now you know so we tend to identify people by the wrong they have done okay samson has a bad name right now because um well because his hair was cut off by a woman judas is being identified as a bad guy after all these years, like after like three years of working with Jesus and <laughs> in that third year where Jesus get to die. After all those years, like two years, this guy being discipled by, you know, King of Kings, Lord of Lords. People identified him as a guy who sold Jesus, you know. And the good part of it is God does not identify you as a in John eight, we see Jesus showing this woman how he perceives her, and you know, after those guys went out and they didn't stone her, he came, he stood up and asked her, "Where are your accusers?" And this woman, like, I, they're not here; they're gone. And you know, I'm, 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 I'm thinking, I'm picturing this scene as um, she, she is so much emotional because. Um she had given up her life, I'm sure. And that moment she had prayed, and that moment she had said things to herself that I, I don't know, you know, she was she was regretting and he said, Look, I, I do not condemn you either. Okay. I do not condemn you. Go and see no more. You know? Kabi, just go. And she went away and and that's it. You see, the perspective of God. And, and someone will come out and be like, no, that's just God. You know, people, people are people and God is God. That's the whole thing. Immediately when you become a Christian, you start identifying like Christ-like. That's the whole thing about being a Christian. You have to be like Christ. Paul said, imitate me as I imitate Christ. In other words, in other words be a copycat of me. As I copy Christ. Okay? It is all about Jesus. It's all about portraying and following the footsteps in everything that Jesus did on this earth. You know? And it, it's about that. You know? It is about the Lord Jesus Christ. If it's not about that, then, you know, we, we are wasting our time. You know? I've seen people. Who have given up on being a believer because they did something wrong. And and the way it works is, you know, someone is a believer in the Lord. And then later on, they fall off. Like we hear James in, you know, in the book of James. Read it. It's a beautiful book. Finish it. Okay. He talks about praying for brothers who have fallen off. Okay. Even in Hebrews, um, the writer of Hebrews... All people's suspect was poor Okay um, Talks about even all this About a falling brother Or somebody who has fallen Jude also emphasized on a falling brother You know Like you know You have to drag them out You have to drag them out of that The hell That they're in You know You have to drag people out of that hell You have to drag the brother from going Into that distractions uh, space Okay So the difference between a believer um, a believer and an unbeliever is that when a believer falls, right? the bible says, uh, "A righteous man shall fall seven times What's times times, okay and we'll still get back again. okay That's a difference between a believer and an unbeliever. So a believer believes and identifies what is wrong, okay. I have done this. This is so wrong. I got to get back to the maker. Okay. I got to get back to the maker and repent. An unbeliever does not understand that. They do not see that. They see that as part of their lives. Okay. So at first of this, uh, when this episode kicked off, I said, I had blocked some people. Because it's for this very reason, at some point in my early life, you know, in my early life as a believer... And it's for this reason that I stayed away from people. It's a moment where you are working out your salvation. Okay? You are working out your salvation. You are finding yourself in the word. You are, in, you know, immersing yourself in, in worship and in everything and all this. And God is so gracious to give you gifts. God is so gracious in manifesting himself through you. And he's using you mightily despite you finding yourself in situation, compromising spaces. Despite you sometimes, uh, despite, despite disobeying, despite me not praying when I'm going to sleep. And he's still faithful. Okay. His word says his mercies are new every morning. And he gives, me, he gives me that mercy every time I wake up. It's like, hey, I'm giving you a second chance to try. Okay, I'm giving you another chance to, to do it again, to, to do better than what you did yesterday. I have given you life, a sign of a new beginning, a sign that I believe, I trust you with this life. I trust that you will utilize it. I trust that you will use it to serve me. I trust that you're going to reach out to somebody out there to know me more about me, you know. And I was so afraid of showing people or telling people that I am a believer, not that I wouldn't tell them, like especially in my family, like I wouldn't share this. I would block them off, and I think my WhatsApp, my my WhatsApp has still remained blocked because I, I think it's still blocked. If I haven't unblocked them, I'm not sure, but I believe they're blocked. Okay, because I felt every time I fall off. Oh, I find myself in a compromising situation. They're going to look at me and say, this person is a pretender. And that was at my heart. That, that part has been on my heart for a very long time. And I just wanted to share it. If there's somebody, like there might be somebody out there going through the same thing, you know. Like you don't want to show your Christianity because when you find yourself in a sitting space, people gotta point at you and think you pretend because that's how it is. Okay. But righteousness isn't being blameless. Righteousness is righteousness is you know the ability to keep going back to God even after the fall. That is the biggest difference between a believer and an unbeliever. Okay? You're still working out your faith. I heard uh, a very powerful statement that I feel like I still put in my prayers each and every day. I wake up, every time I pray, I tell God. Align my desires to yours. I align my feelings to yours, my emotions, my thoughts, everything that I want to do to yours. And I don't, so that I don't have to pretend. I want to be like you. I want to walk in the path. I want to walk in your path. I want to walk like you do. The scripture says, I have hidden your word inside my heart so that I may not sin against you. That's David. David identified that or he understood that sticking to God's word was sticking close to God. Because you won't sin. Having God's word in your heart is having God literally in, in your heart. Because you know your, the word is a guiding factor. And you won't fall off. It will hold you. It will remind you of what you're supposed to do. And what you're not supposed to do. God loves you. If you felt. If you are hiding. If you gave up on your faith. Because of what people were saying. Because your family said this and that. I need you to get back to God. I need you to. Tell him you're sorry. I need you to go back and pray and repent. And he's faithful and just to forgive. If you're not a believer yet, there is still an opportunity for you to fight those struggles. And it's in Jesus. Like, no matter how far you can try it alone, it only works out when we give him, you know, when we give everything to him. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. I will be signing out. This has been your boy, Steel, Devon Cannon. And I'll see you in the next one. Peace. And have a good evening.